right, hey everybody. Uh, my name is Jonathan Traumer here with another episode of Fit Style Podcast. Um, so here we have the pleasure of having our guest, um, Ellie Eleanor, um, another fellow WoJet um, athlete team member. I uh, just wanted to get her on here to talk about, you know, some similarities we have with our, you know, military background, as well as obviously being coached um, and our current bodybuilding preps. So without further ado, I'll let her introduce herself and just say a little bit, you know, about what's going on. Yeah, so um, I'm Eleanor Rowe. I was, I just got out of the military a month ago. I was in the army for three and a half years. And right now I'm on prep for my first show that's coming up in April. Awesome. Uh, what did you do in the military? What was like your MOS? I was a mechanic. <laughs> mechanic? Awesome. So you're working on like uh, Humvees, aircrafts, like. Yeah, like Humvees and stuff. Awesome. It was was not my first choice, but. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so obviously the military is very physical, as we both know, was, was, you know, working out something like you already did. And then like the military had that. So you joined or was it like, hey, I want to join the military and I kind of have to get myself in shape for it? No, I've always kind of been um, like active when I was in middle school and high school. I ran a lot. Um I did some half mar marathons. I did a full marathon and then I decided running was not for me. And I was about 17 then. And then I did CrossFit like really hardcore, like my last two years of high school. And, um, and then when I was in the military, I, I still did CrossFit a little bit. Um, I don't know. I don't think the military really benefited my physical fitness at all or like anything like that all we ever did for pt was like calisthenics or running or rucking it was nothing like i didn't already know how to do <laughs> so yeah understandable that's kind of how it was for me i was very much into you know weight lifting you know i didn't really do too much running before the military that was something i had to like adopt to do um, obviously through training, like you said, rucking, um, I had to adopt swimming, all that good stuff, um, you know, did really teach me a lot about like, as you would imagine, our dynamic warmups, all that good stuff. Um, I kind of fell in love with distance running when I was in the military. Um, I know that was something like you did prior, but I don't know if it's the same. I'm assuming it's the same in the army. There's like that, like, meathead mentality there's like a subculture within like fellow like soldiers marines or sailors that like all go to the gym isn't that correct yeah yeah like you can clearly see in like your platoon there's those people there's like the people who like actually run and enjoy it and do calisthenics then there's the people who like join the military for some other reason and then they do it because they have to do it <laughs> yeah like there's always those two types of people so yeah <laughs> That's good to know. That's kind of similar to me. Um, like I, I already worked out. So um, did you have like what we called them for the Marines is pool functions. Essentially you're in the delayed entry program where like you, you've sworn in, but you're not like at training yet where like you work out with your recruiter. Did you have that? <laughs> yeah, I went to that like a few times. It was like weird. Like, I mean, not weird, but I didn't like it. <laughs> it was just uh -huh. like, 
I don't know, like the other like kids my age were like, I don't know, just kind of weird. I, I went with this girl and she was cool and we still talk sometimes like I we have each other on social media and stuff and like that was fun but like <laughs> we just went because we had to like we don't like to go <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was very very different than my experience I was very gung-ho I knew I wanted to join the military like freshman year of high school like I saw like the silent Joe platoon poster it was like I want to like look cool like that so <laughs> I signed when I was a junior in high school actually it was May 22nd, 2012, because that day was the senior's last day. Even though I saw two weeks of school, they considered me a senior. So I went to PT with recruiters twice a week for like two years before I graduated. And I was super gung-ho. Like I wore like my Marine shirt every Friday. I wore my like pulley shirt. I had like a camel backpack and like lived it for two years before I even got to boot camp. But then, of course, it backfired, and I, like, halfway through my years of service, I was, like, already, like, mentally done. <laughs> so, well, anyway, it was, it was still good. Um, definitely created a lot of, like, as you imagine, discipline with bodybuilding, pushing yourself beyond your normal limits, um, all that good stuff. Um, obviously, you kind of had some of that before you got there. Um, like, I don't know if you had any, like, like, I know you did CrossFit, but I know usually with CrossFit, there's like, I don't know what you would call them, not necessarily teams, but like, like gym families that it's kind of like you, people there keep you accountable and there's like a workout of the day. So it's not just like, you're just willy nilly, whatever. If you skip, you skip. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so, there's definitely like, a, yeah, definitely like more of a community. I felt like when I did CrossFit and now it's just, you're kind of on your own. <laughs> yeah so and obviously that correlates to the military where like you're doing unit pt or like when you run your like annual fitness tests like mm -hmm. everyone's kind of in the same thing with like bodybuilding like it's on you like no one can eat your meals for you no one can go to the gym for you i mean we have like some friends we can go with but every single body is different so yeah. now i know you said you are in prep now what made you decide to go from marathon running to CrossFit to calisthenics to then like lifting weights and doing bodybuilding? I don't know. I guess I just like new things. I like trying new things. Um, I've always like since I was 13, like since I was young, I always knew like I, I, I always looked up to girls who had muscle and I just like was in awe of them and I was like I'm gonna look like that when I'm older so I guess I was just trying to find like my groove and like find find what worked well for me and um I definitely saw the most progress and when I started doing bodybuilding stuff so I kind of I did I did CrossFit for a couple like the first two years I was in the military um, and then I, I met my boyfriend that I'm with now and he, he did like traditional, like lifting kind of bodybuilding stuff. And, um, I thought it was stupid at the time, but I was like, whatever, I'll just like go with you to the gym. And I guess he kind of got me into it. And, um, and then I just started to like that better than doing CrossFit stuff. I don't know. 
I saw more gains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that I think that's pretty um I think that's common. I feel like for women that's usually how it works. Like for guys, it's just like I mean kind of similar. They they see somebody super muscular or it's just this kind of like what do you call it? Social expectations or something. Like it's just cool to be really strong and tough. So that's why guys lift and it's aggressive. And then I think like for me, I've done marathon training before. I've tried CrossFit before. So same thing here. I saw the most progress from my body type with this. And so like, well, if I'm good at it and I'm, it's working, why not do it the most? Right. So, not that I don't love running or anything, um, but that's what happened um, with a lot of people is their significant other goes to the gym with them. They realize they like it because obviously, you know, there's this big stigma that girls don't want to lift because they think they're going to get bulky, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's actually really hard because then there's people like you yes. <laughs> trying to get big and they're like, dude, I'm literally trying to do it. And it takes a long time. Yes. For real. So, but do you feel, obviously you, through the military, you gain that like pride and confidence but do you think since doing bodybuilding, specifically weight training, that you have a confidence that like you don't need to run two hours to get six pack abs? You can actually do 20 minutes of walking on incline in your diet to like get shredded? Yeah, I mean, like I never made like the mind muscle connection. I never like, like when I was doing CrossFit, like I was just like trying to get everything done as fast as I could because that's what makes you good at CrossFit. It's like doing everything as fast as you can, you know, like beating, beating other people. And so it was never about like going slow and like actually feeling a contraction in the right muscles. Like when you're working out and like, when I started doing bodybuilding, like I was like, Oh my God, this is crazy. And I'm seeing crazy muscle growth. And I also started weighing my food. Like last year I started like weighing my food and kind of tracking calories and macros. And that's when I really saw the most progress too um what was the question again about <laughs> no just just like seeing like does like how bodybuilding specifically maybe gave you more confidence than other activities so like oh. for me like running it might feel good to like get that higher number of mileage but with like bodybuilding I realized I can do less or like simplify things and it like works better it's like you stick to your macros, you train five times a week and you just keep lifting heavier and you don't overcomplicate it and it works. Whereas like before, when you're not tracking, you don't really know what you're eating and you just think like pushing harder is better. Like you don't actually get those results because you're going in and you're just lifting what's comfortable from last time and not, hey, it was 90 pounds last time. We need to hit a hundred this time or 90 pounds for more reps because I would always pick up the thirties. Cause I know I can do thirties and I would never think to go any higher unless I felt thirties were light. Yeah. You have to, you have to push yourself to like do it. <laughs> so honestly, just accountability was like the biggest thing. So I'm assuming that was similar because the other sports, you don't necessarily have that strict of like tracking. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So obviously after that, um, you know, talking more about prep. So when did you officially start 
the current season you're on? Um, it was like in January, like the first or second week of January. I don't even remember. I was waiting. I wanted to wait to start um, till like halfway through January, but Jake was like, hey, we need to start now. Like if you actually want to be like, have good conditioning for the shows. Cause I thought like, I don't know. I thought I only needed like eight to 10 weeks to be ready, but he's like, no, like, like 16 or like whatever, you know? So I was like, well, oh shit, I guess I better get started. <laughs> that, that was similar. That's what I realized with Jake is like, I, I did my first bodybuilding competition all on my own and gave myself like three months like bulking maintenance and cutting and like literally only cut for probably like a month or two and just did it drastic changes in my and it affected my body whereas like him it's like you might adjust like only 100 calories yeah a week um so yeah the first like the first time he like cut calories we did like a 200 calorie cut and I was like holy shit I was like are we like gonna be cutting this much like every week or like but like we like after that we haven't like changed much like um maybe like dropped like 20 more calories after that and like just like increased cardio but I mean I've been losing like about a pound a week so that's pretty good my, my weight's been super stubborn for some reason this season like I'll look leaner, but my weight will go up a pound. It's really weird. Like I had to, I check-ins this morning and I'm like up another pound, but I look better, like as far as the pictures. So it's like, you can't see yeah. plain, but you can't get too much in your head. So like my max weight was 194 at peak at the start of cutting. And it's only like 191 right now, but we've been doing this for like so over many weeks but I look different so but we're we're, we're kind of digging a little bit harder now I'm like a few hundred calories below where I was at per day so like obviously that's <laughs> um, but we'll get there we'll get there so I think you're yeah. seven weeks out now I'm actually yep. nine weeks out now so you're two nice. weeks out me. so um what division are you competing in figure figure maybe like so I'm gonna do the roar the one that's on the 16th and then I'm doing the one that's the 23rd it's like a like the weekend after that one you okay. know what I'm talking about so you're seven so this, eight weeks out yeah okay and um the first one the the Michigan roar the one that's in Midland that one like I'm I might do physique too but I don't know yet <laughs> will they allow you because i know ocb they don't allow you to do two divisions yeah show. that's why i yeah i might try like to do it for the first one because the second one is the i think it's ocb and you can't i asked emily and jake and like you can't do more than one division i believe npc lets you do that and a lot of people guys will do like men's physique and classic or classic and open which yeah I would like to do, but I'm probably gonna, I'm, I'm gonna have to split it up. I'm gonna do classic at the beginning of the year and then cut down more and then do bodybuilding. So, um, so yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, how do you feel about doing two shows back to back, having two peak weeks? I'm excited. I feel like it'll, well, it sounds like the first one is smaller. So it's like my practice show. And then <laughs> I have to do good for yeah. the show. 
it's <laughs> especially because it's not like because I only did one show last year and then like that was the only show I did for the entire season so now I'm super eager to go again it's mm-hmm. not like you have your first second third and now this year I want to compete like three four times yeah because the- you know and the suit's so freaking expensive. I'm like, I want to get as much use out of it as I can. Well, yeah. Well, the I learned from, um, you know, men bodybuilder um, Ian Valier. Like this past year, he did like he had like three pro wins. I think like he'll go like uh, he did the um, Orlando Pro, Texas Pro, and then like was like um, number seven at Olympia. And he's like, hey man, like you make money if you win, you're already in good shape, you might as well do it. And people think, like, oh no, don't compete all these shows because it takes away chances for like pe- other people to do it. It's like, hey, if you're better, then beat me. But if I'm better, I'm going to like make money and provide for my family. So like, yeah. I mean, even, even not even a monetary thing, I think just like, why not win more? I mean, it took, if we are taking our 16, 18 weeks to cut down, like you're already in good shape. You might as well do a photo shoot or do something or do whatever while you're already lean instead of like just yo-yo dieting like every like couple months. Yeah. So that's why I, I'm I'm excited is, is for yeah. that. So awesome. So we got that going on. Um, anything else? Um, as far as like, um, I know we briefly talked to you thinking about potentially training at some point, maybe in the future. Like training other? Training other people? Eth- being like a certified personal trainer? Right now, I actually, I just got a job with Anytime Fitness and I'm training there. Um, I just have a few clients right now. It like takes a little bit of time to like build up your clients, but it's a lot of like older people. So, but it's fun. What would be your ideal, um, like, client? Because I know sometimes people, they like to do one thing, but teach another. So, like, would you want to do, like, lifestyle coaching, maybe more physical therapy, elderly people, or maybe, like, some people like to train, like, I want to train, like, high school or college athletes to, like, perform better. What would be, like, what you're looking to do? Or even bodybuilding. I mean, I guess I can't really say I, I really like working with older people, helping them maintain their like balance and stuff like that. Um, as they get older, I just, I've never trained like younger people or, mm-hmm. so I, I guess I can't say like if I would like it or if that's what I want to do. Cause I don't really know yet. Okay. Well, I wasn't sure if you had like specific people in mind, like teachers to say, like, I love to teach like kindergarten or I love to teach middle school age or people have their preference, but you know, once you, once you keep doing it for a while, obviously you'll get your, you know, what you prefer. Right. Um, so, okay, cool. Um, next would be, I want to kind of ask you some questions so we can kind of let the listeners know, like maybe some female specific questions as far as how your prep's going. Um, if you guys listened last week, my buddy G on here talking about his experience um, with prep and posing and, you know, tracking if you didn't track before and I guess like mood swings and stuff like that. I know you're still about seven weeks out. So it's starting to get to that, like, you know, pretty intense time, I guess, crunch time, as we say. So how has 
things been, I guess, as far as your prep, maybe physically or mentally? I mean, obviously with the military, you've gone through tough things before, but how has it been like learning posing for the first time? Is it easy to hit your macros? Is it not? What have been like your pain points with this? Um, yeah, we actually just, or I actually just like hit a hiccup the other day. Um, Jake, Jake and I like were able to correct it though. I was, I was going over my macros. So like I use my fitness pal to track mm-hmm. my, my meals and stuff. And the like the calories aren't accurate on it. And like, I was like eating over and I thought I was doing great. I thought I was doing good. And like, it was not good. <laughs> so we had to like clean that up, but that was good. And I mean, I was still losing weight. So I guess it's like, okay. But like Jake was like, well, this deep into prep, it's not okay to be that, that much over. So, but we were able to fix it. Um, I feel like emotionally I've been fine not as bad like or like as crazy as I thought I might be mm-hmm. <laughs> it might in the next couple of weeks though um, yeah going back real quick to the my fitness pal was that like I know if you get premium you can like set net carbs and it'll like deduct things or like if it calculates your exercise calories it'll deduct it for you and tell you you can eat more was it something like that or where like I've run into issues specific type of foods don't calculate the macros properly so if you scan the Google it'll say like 360 calories but if you actually take the grams it has times however much it is it doesn't work so like let's say you hit your macro goal at the end of the day but let's say you are like under over 100 calories it means the labels aren't correct yeah like yeah, those are like the problems I was having. I wasn't like tracking it correctly. <laughs> or you just got to make sure, like, make sure it's like grams or milliliters or whatever. Make sure. It's, right. So, or for a while, when I was, I think I was bulking, like for the while I didn't, I wasn't using grams. I was using actual measuring cups. So like, if you think like, I don't know, for instance, peanut butter, like a tablespoon, you're like, oh, a spoon's like a tablespoon. And then you realize it's like, that could be two. So, or even like, if you have like rice and you're scooping with like, let's say like a half cup thing, is it super compacted? Is it not? So I realized I need to use grams. And sure enough, when I started using grams, everything started to like work. So... (laughs) Um, yeah. Um, okay. So there was that with my fitness pal. You said you still feel pretty emotionally good. Um, I'm sure Emily or maybe Jake has talked to you about, you know, sometimes people, once they get really, really low on carbs, they get pretty moody or brain fog, or if you stand up too fast or some women lose their period or stuff like that. Um, do you feel pretty mentally prepared or do you think your body's it's just kind of early and your body's just doing well now and you just kind of take it for what it is. I don't know. I guess I'm just taking it for what it is right now. I feel better than I thought I would, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I also started taking um, an appetite suppressant this week though, because 
I was like pretty hungry and I was having trouble sleeping because I would just wake up and like lay there and be hungry and I was starting to like feel a little miserable so I started taking that and that's helped me a lot this past week so yeah yeah that was good I've even learned uh, little tips and tricks where like timing of your meals, obviously for really low calorie, you get really mm-hmm. hungry in the day, you try to eat all of them. So I've tried to like, don't eat based off of hunger, eat based off what time it is. So yeah. be consistent and same thing, the opposite way, like people aren't hungry for breakfast. Well, if you never eat breakfast at that time, you're never going to be hungry for it. But if you train your body to eat at certain times, it'll kind of follow mm-hmm. or just make sure to save enough calories at the end of the day. So it's not like your last meal's at 5 p.m., but you go to bed at 10 p.m. Obviously, you're going to get hungry. Yeah. So I try to like look at my daily calories, divide it by like five or six, and then like, okay, that's your meals. And just kind of, well, depending on how much you have. So yeah. I had to do that for the opposite reason. So for bulking, if you're eating 3,000 calories or more, you need 500 calories per meal. And to get that in, you need six meals. So six meals, I mean, you're eating every two hours. So I realized even though I'm not hungry, it's been two hours, I need to eat. So I guess in the opposite way, you'd be like, okay, I know I'm hungry now, but like I need to eat every three or four hours. So yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So one of the things like I, I've definitely dealt with that where you're hungry and you just can't sleep. Um, what are some other tips that you've used to like, um, like kind of like, I don't know if you're dealing with like finding foods, like to make it taste good because you like, you have to eat really low fat, really low carb. Like, was there any things like you've noticed that you're doing now because you're so restricted? I mean, like this is a tip from Jake and Emily. I, when I do eat meals, like I'll drink a shit ton of water, like with the meal and like, just try to blow my stomach and it helps me feel more full. Cause like, even after I eat some of these small meals, like I'm still hungry after, but if I like drink a bunch of water, like while I'm eating or like right before I eat the meal, like it, it helps me feel more full. Yeah. I've done that with, or, or like, um, if I have really spicy food, like lots of hot sauce or like a spit, like a f- really bold flavor, or like if you drink black coffee or like if your food's really hot, I've noticed that helps. Um, obviously drinking a lot of water. Um, I think I saw, saw you drinking one, uh, like seltzer waters, like just carbonated. Do you like drink like a lot of diet yeah. soda and stuff like that to stay full? I mean, I drink like, yeah, I do. I, or like, I'll get those like powdered drink mixes and like mix it in with my water, Mm -hmm. like the zero calorie ones, just like to help. So, so I'm not like, it doesn't feel like I'm drinking like just water. Like I get sick of drinking water, you know? (laughs) Yeah, that, that's why I would recommend that people use like fruit juice, not like the big thing of fruit juice. I mean, like lemon juice or lime juice, or like people use like orange slices. I know usually people do it like fancy restaurants, but you should be surprised if you put a little bit of lemon juice or something in there to just give it some sort of flavor, it really goes a long way. Same thing with your food. Um, 
I'm, I, I posted this on my, on my story the other day, this, if sometimes instead of cooking with oil, if you cook with like lemon juice, it really helps, especially in like rice in your chicken. So like, I mean, obviously you can use like dry seasoning and stuff like that, but I noticed even if it's not like a great flavor, if it's just a different flavor, you really enjoy it. Yeah. Because if you keep eating the same condiments or the same sauces, like it just gets annoying. But if you, even if it's not even that great, it's just different. You're like, oh, this is, this is like, this is nice. This is different. It's still chicken and rice, but it's like lemon chicken and rice versus like <laughs> garlic chicken and rice. So yeah. that usually helps. All right. Um, we're getting close on time, about to wrap up. So um, I'll just kind of leave this open. If there's anything you want to talk about, anything you want to mention, um, maybe any advice for any people or maybe specifically females who want to get into competing, what your recommendations are, or if you just kind of want to state, you know, like I said, your experience so far, what you're looking forward to. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know, really. Uh, I guess like one thing is like that I've notice is I kind of started to draw back um from people um like from my family and stuff when I first started or I would like I was hungry compared to what I would be like on like when I was eating maintenance calories I was pretty hungry like right away when we started and I would like get mad when other people would be eating food around me that I couldn't like be eating or whatever. And um, I guess it's just like realizing that like, that I'm the one who chose to do this. And like, I can't be mad at other people for living their lives. Well, I'm like, you know, restricting myself from this stuff and not only like food and stuff. Um, I don't know. It's just like a lot of things, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. So know, it's a way of life. Um, yeah. It's so easy. Um, I think after a while, you get you 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 learn how to to deal with it. For a while, it'd be like, hey, you know, so and so You see your friends. We're still young. They're going out partying and drinking and getting pizza and burgers and all this stuff, and they don't care what their macros are. They eat whatever they want, and then it's like you know we've we're eaten our boring old meals and I've learned what the military taught me was just embrace the suck. Like, yeah, I don't get to do that, but you know what, when it comes show day, they're definitely not looking the way we're looking. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, that saying like it burns so good or it sucks so much. Like it's, you just kind of learn to love that it sucks because there is a reward and the rewards are the way you look, the character you build. I mean, most people aren't disciplined enough to just eat a specific diet. I mean, most people fall off after a week, you know? So the fact that you can discipline yourself, restrict yourself, deal with hunger for weeks and months on end really says a lot about your character. So like, let's say when you're in the off season and you're like, working on like a school project or a job and you're treating it like a prep, you're going to be way more successful than the person who, you know, willy nilly goes off their feelings. Cause you know that even though it doesn't feel good, I'm going to do what's right. So 
I mean, yeah. that, that's, that's not something you just, you know, you can just buy, you know, so <laughs> yeah. take pride in it, you know, it's really cool. But of course you'll, you'll, you'll appreciate it during show day. I'm sure you keep your stage photos. And then of course, all that awesome stuff you'll probably eat after the show. So it'll feel better. It'll feel better. So, all yeah. right. So I think that's about it. Obviously, it was a pleasure speaking with you. Um, it was super awesome to have you on, get a little different perspective Thanks. of prep. Um, so I'll go ahead in the description, I'll put your Instagram tag. I believe it's, let's see. I don't even know what my Instagram is. Okay. <laughs> like, I usually I have these you? memorized. I apologize, audience. I usually have these memorized. It is Eleanor, E-L-E-A-N-O-R-E-665. -E -E um, so you can find her there. Obviously, you're posting your updates. So if people want to see how you're doing, um, you're seven weeks out. So, you know, whenever the shows come and go, you can see how those go. Um, also follow Jake Woj Pro and Woj Training Systems uh, to stay updated with both of us. Um, thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next time.